0: Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes.
1: Wolfman's got
0: They're coming to get you, Barbara.
1: Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. They're all gonna laugh at you!
0: You're listening to the Jersey call. Cool. Hey everybody. What's up? And welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls.
1: And I cannot believe it has taken seven years to finally dive into the hometown hero.
0: Yes, it, unbelievable to think it took us this long to
1: finally
0: cover the Jersey Devil, but here we are.
1: Yeah, and, and of the two of us, I would argue you're more of a crypto cryptozoologist. Yeah, I'm into the, 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 crypt, the cryptids. <laughs> You I'm are. Down. You're more into I'm the cryptids, cryptids than I am. I find him to be adorable. But yeah, you know, you are the resident expert on the Jersey Devil here at, and you are the resident expert of most folklore and most urban legend, I would argue. You're just so much well versed. So, Jackie, you're going to be our tour guide through the Pine Barrens tonight. So, strap on your boots. Put on your best deep cut, deep woods. (laughs) Go all the deep. I know you're not supposed to use deep, but use it. Deep stuff you got. Yeah, there are ticks out there. There are ticks. There There are literal devils. There are mosquitoes. There are satanic cults. There are. There are tons of abandoned buildings. And so you got to not only worry about the elements when you're out in the Pine Barrens of New Jersey, but also all of the mystical and occult-like things that are out there. And I got to tell you guys, historically speaking, there is a rich, rich history. To ye old Nueva Jersey. So the Pine Barrens were originally, of course, uh, the property of the indigenous people. And the indigenous people of New Jersey, were, and especially the Pine Barren areas, were mostly the Lenni-Lenape tribe. Of course, the Dutch and Swedish, as they would, would colonize the shit out of the the Pine Barrens. As is tradition. (laughs) As as is all of this country, right? Um, And one of the things that's cool and I think makes the Jersey Devil a folklore cryptid that lives very widely is that he dates back so far like the the origin and the myth. So Jackie tell us a little bit about the story of Jimmy Leeds
0: Okay so so here's a here is one thing I do want to get into um so it, it, we are we are trucking it all the way back to like 1700s. yep 1735. The, the Leeds family is a large and well-known family in the pine barrens area now i'm gonna have to ask you because i'm almost positive i know the answer to this but i believe we grew up with different origin stories about the jersey devil
1: correct so yes and no we grew up with different locations and i think that's one of those classic new jersey things right where i grew up with the he was born to the to the he was born of of mother Leeds, but he was born of the devil Right, right. right. Whereas she, you grew up with a different... Uh, yeah, and,
0: and I think, didn't you grow up with the devil, like, eating people? Oh, yeah,
1: he eats the shit out of people, yeah. in my and, analogy, and, yeah.
0: In mine, he does not.
1: That's adorable. He yeah. definitely eats people, though, Jackie. I don't no, want to don't we, listen when no we go record. out there to hunt him after this there's, episode. There's
0: no record of that him is attacking people. Debate Livestock? Debatable. Domesticated pets and people and cars and people cars. Yeah, don't take him for an
1: idiot. <laughs> no, seriously,
0: there, there is no documentation of him attacking a human
1: being. That's because there's no documentation of him.
0: <laughs> ask, ask the
1: people of this area. I can't believe it. You know, I, oh here I knew you were going to bring up 1909. When I did the research, I was like, Jackie, you know what blows my mind? Of all the things that you refuse to believe in, you'll double down on I'll the down Jersey down. devil. Yeah. All right. So God, but tell your myth because your myth is the most relevant. If this were true, which of course right. it's folklore, <laughs> but if this were true, your version, I would argue is the most well-known outside of the Jersey. and And it's very typical North Jersey, middle, central Jersey, South Jersey. We all have different variations of this, but it goes a little something like this.
0: So my version that I always grew up with is that, you know, Mother Leeds is pregnant with her 13th child. It's 1735 and you know what times are tough and nine times out of 10. Time's you know, you're not surviving childbirth and the kids aren't surviving and winter is harsh. So with her about to pop out child number 13, she's like motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So she was basically like I curse this child. Yeah. Like damn, damn it me. all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Curse you. Um, no, she said, let this one be a devil. Let it be a devil. Which if you've been pregnant, that, we've all had that thought. Yeah. yeah. No,
0: that's, so
1: yeah. Uh, as, you know,
0: as as you would imagine on a dark and stormy night in 1735, right. she gives birth to a healthy baby boy. And then suddenly this healthy baby boy begins to transform. Mm-hmm. Wings sprout from his back. Yeah. He's now got a, the head of a horse, and he's got little clothing. Oh, moves. he's so cute. Now, in the story that I grew up with, he was like a little, you know, a little teacup devil, a little adorable. Oh, and him. they lock him in the root cellar, and they basically throw him scraps from time to time. But he's like an
1: abomination. Oh, see, I didn't grow up with that story at and all. And
0: one day, they go to throw scraps down, and he escapes. And, you know, he causes havoc in the house. He's flying all around. He ate
1: the shit out of his family, Jackie. Did not eat anybody. Yes, he did. It's didn't, in the mythology. Didn't eat anybody. That's one of the stories.
0: but yeah. that, Not in my Allegedly. Story. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. But yeah, and then he escapes out of the house to terrorize...
1: The many counties of New Jersey, mm-hmm. parts of
0: Pennsylvania, Delaware, Maryland. He,
1: first of all, how dare you say he would ever go to Pennsylvania? He would he, never. He did. No, he got lost. He wouldn't mean to. Attention. <laughs> Nobody goes to Pennsylvania on purpose. <laughs> Philly listeners, I'm sorry. Um, okay, so listen, go ahead. He's, no, no, that's my... That's that's your, so and this then, is like it. the Muppet version of the, Jimmy, the Jersey Devil and Jimmy Leeds because what you're leaving out are arguably the juiciest parts. Like, for example... Number one, when he turned into the the goat devil thing with the forked tail and the sharp teeth, he then ate his whole family. He ate all the kids. He ate, he killed his mother out of spite. He even butchered the, the midwives. Hi, I wait, have it here in my notes.
0: Time out for venture. Mm-hmm. Then how are there still descendants of the Leeds family?
1: Because, because ate them all? one of the kids ran out the back door, Jackie. Oh. Come on. Well, Bob well,
0: Bob. Yeah, well, Bob, Leeds, he,
1: well, Bob he, he was like, the shit, and he was he was out. So that's number one. Okay. Also, Leeds was a very common name back then in New Jersey.
0: It's true. Here, it's family trees. They're still living descendants mm-hmm. of, of mother
1: Leeds of mother Leeds. Yes. Right, because little Bobby escaped out the back door and <laughs> nobody was looking. Jackie, shut up! Tell a story. <laughs> number two, the other thing you fail to mention here is that in many variations of this story. It wasn't that she was like, eh, my stupid husband, let this one be the devil. No, in many, in my version, the North Jersey version, she did the nasty with the devil.
0: She was dabbling in a little, uh, in a little which,
1: Yeah. And she was like, come in. And it was like a Rosemary's baby thing, only with consent. And she was here for it. Yeah. But again, in every version of the story that I've ever read or heard or did, did the research on, he eats everybody. So I don't know which c- cuckoo version, don't throw your. <laughs> That's all her books on the Jersey Devil. Um, your books must be the PG version because he eats people. That's the bottom line. Um now there is a lot of dispute about where he he resides in New Jersey. And I think it's just one of those adorable, like, you know, everybody wants to take credit. Yeah. No. I grew up thinking he was right outside of Six Flags, which is arguably on the cusp of central Jersey. Jackie grew up with him right outside of where she lives. I mean, I'm not gonna brag,
0: but this one book I have—oh, here we go. Um, there is a chapter in here called "The Jersey Devil Invades Gippstown, which is where I grew up. So, okay, that's
1: adorable. But he um, also now he lives near Atlantic City. He likes to—yeah, yeah, no, that's he's where he really lives. Like when we
0: say South Jersey, like it's definitely not like our current neighborhood. South, like he's more down the shore. Like right, he, he he wants right. To go he's right. He's down to the, by he to go to
1: casinos. Like he's more, mm-hmm. he's south. Yeah, but again, I grew up, and I mean, arguably, if you're a giant winged goat creature, you could probably cover most of the well, state pretty and, quick. I mean, and, you could fly through Jersey yeah. in two hours. Well, and not for nothing, not anything. even an hour. I,
0: the Pine Barrens itself is like Genormous. seventeen thousand acres. Correct. Of of you know swampy wetland, barren, piney forest, like. And for one of the most densely populated, are we the most densely populated state, or is it California?
1: Um, I feel like this every every would year it kind of New Jersey. Jersey. It is. Okay. Yeah. So we are still the followed most, by Puerto Rico. We are
0: still the most densely populated state in this union, and we have this vast unagriculturally, you know. Uninhabitable. Uninhabitable. Yeah. You know, very sandy soil. You know, th- that's why there's, you know, the farmers went there and they were like, fuck this place. Because you couldn't
1: grow No, yeah, there's very little. It's um, it, And it's it's a tough element to survive, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you look at the hist- history of this state and what we became known for. I mean, yeah, we we still are an agriculture state, obviously. But we had to go far away from the Pine Barrens to make that work. Very true. And, um so getting, but also now let's go back a little bit before the seventeen hundreds. Because do you buy into the Daniel lead stuff at all? Because that's a very interesting part of this mythology too. Which part, like the so. The conflicting story is that the real myth is it tethers to a one Daniel Leeds, who in uh, sixteen seventy seven published his first astrology slash almanac books, and everybody lost their shit because it's it's this early you know early colonization. Everybody, um, they were obviously you know being Quakers were not okay with any pagan ritual with any polytheism. They saw the notion of having an almanac that predicts things like downright witchcraft, right. and his son Titan takes over the industry, <laughs> and he became or do to dot. I'm going to
0: let you do it, but this just makes me excited. Because as shitty as the founding fathers were, Ben Franklin delights me. I, yeah, I love the founding. Fathers. Like, I don't love them because they're they're really terrible, shitty people. Oh, hundred percent, including Ben Franklin. But the Revolutionary War error is one of my favorite errors of history. So I really I have a soft spot for the founding fathers, and I love that Ben Franklin is tied into so, our, yeah, so our... So yeah. So tell following. me because
1: all I know is Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin got real shitty with them real quick because he didn't. He wanted his farmers Albanek to be yeah, the only. And almanac. that's and
0: that's essentially what what it is. You you're correct. When when Titan leads. Basically took over the almanac, and um, the basically it's it's the opposition to their almanac is poor Richards and Franklin was like. What, uh, this is my thing? Like, I'm I, like, I, like you know, I'm the popular one. You can't
1: sit at my table, you know? like, It's such hypocrisy. He was doing the exact same thing, yet he accused them of being heretics right. and witches and got well, them shut down. And, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I joke, you know, in
0: my steadfast belief of the Jersey Devil that he is real and he's, you know, I'm not saying he's a good guy, but he doesn't hurt people. Um, but, at, people. <laughs> but at the same time, honestly, I think the, the reason why this legend has existed and survived is this was such a good go to for the Quakers to then and then oh, such for the Christians tale, right. and then like it, you know anything we can blame any bad thing on the devil you know oh, yeah. we can blame this or that and anybody that you know like you're saying like you know somebody writing an almanac well that's that's pagan that's the devil you know like we can point these fingers and it is such. A scapegoat for behaviors. I mean, one of the legends yeah. that I heard is that a, uh, a young girl from New Jersey falls in love with a British soldier during the Revolution. And because of their unholy union, uh, she gave birth to a devil.
1: Yeah. And there's, and even like the the Leeds family who were trying to do this very legitimate thing. Some of the like evolution of the story is that they were, they were the original satanic cult. Like, I mean, when you talk about satanic panic, New Jersey is at the hub for a lot of this shit because of the nature of the Pine Barrens, because of just like I have articles dating back as early as the 60s, where people all over are are convinced that in Millville, Violin, Gibbsboro, Jackie, there's all these places where there are satanic cults running in the Pine Barrens. And growing up with these stories, you think like I remember driving through the Pine Barrens because like we my parents had a summer place that was very much literally encased by the Pine Barrens. And I remember being like, I'm going to see somebody in the woods. I'm going to see these people running around in cloaks. Like I was, it was just known that you stayed the fuck out of the woods. And what's interesting to me is that nobody really, like when I think about the hiking trails of the East Coast, So little of it is made up in the Pine Barrens. And I'm convinced it's because it's such a crazy... And when you go into various areas, you have so many, like, abandoned buildings. And there's entire abandoned villages that are just sitting rotting in the middle of the Pine Barrens that are 400 years old. I mean, when you think about the rich history and how many things went down in these woods... I don't blame everybody for being there. Like, they're haunted as fuck. There is satanic stuff going on. If I was going to start a satanic cult, I'd head right to the Pine Barrens, personally.
0: Well, and for, you know, for the, all of the abandoned areas and things like that, there are still people living there. You know, there are people. And oh,
1: yeah, people live right smack in people, the middle of the Pine well, Barrens, yeah. would
0: Actually, let me rephrase that. Like, there are, like, squatters living there. You know, because there are these abandoned buildings and things like that, You know, we're in the height of spring, almost summer in New Jersey, and the weather is nice. And you can go, you know, put your little lean-to up and hang out in the woods all summer, and you got a place to stay. And
1: there are camps, there are campgrounds, there are all kinds of theories about, like, entire colonies and, like, groups of people who are living out in the Pine Barrens off the grid. Um, I I don't know if it's true, but I think it's the cult, like... To me, it definitely had a lot to do too with, now, if, and if you've, you know, if you know anything about American history, right, so much of the fear of the woods came from our colonies, right? Our colonization and the people who would not respect or understand what the natives were doing, right? Mm -hmm. So, so much of our fear of the pagan and the other, and all of these rich, you know, mythologies come from that culture clash where you have these people who are so high and mighty about their Christian beliefs. Coming up against people who are, you know, practicing religions that are way different from what they're doing. So to me, it really perfectly captures like the way that we blame everything on like the devil and like, you know, the pagans and the, the witches and like the, you know, because again, at the center of it is a woman who did wrong. Right. And all folklore, so much folklore to me is like that moral warnings tale, right? Mm-hmm. Like where women who take risks or people who live on the moral extremes, people who don't buy into the popular Christian beliefs become the center of folklore. Right. And even when you look at like urban legends and stuff like that, the pattern is there. It's always some woman who's up to no good getting what she deserves. Right. Um, and with, in, in a very real way, in my opinion, the Jersey devil story was like that, where it was like, here's this woman she gave birth to the devil's kid, whether she was doing the hippity-dippity with him, whether she was just doing too much of the hippity-dippity, the bottom line is, this is what she gets. And it always makes me, I'm always so interested, because everybody talks of mother leads, but nobody ever talks about, well, it took two to make that baby. Right.
0: Know? <laughs> like- oh, yeah, no, she is definitely <clears throat> the focal point of, well, I mean, you know, it, she's the woman, so it's her fault. Right, of she course. Gave her to it, and whether she dabbled in witchcraft and made a pact with the devil and mm-hmm. signed in the devil's book... Or if she just was blasphemous enough to say, I damn this child, curse this child, this child's the devil. Even just speaking it, the blasphemy of a
1: a good Christian woman saying those things. Just saying that was an act of, right? And the fact that the devil lurks in those woods. Because there's so much unknown, especially in colonial times where they were so afraid to leave their villages because the woods were so full of real danger, whether it was the elements, whether it was the natives who had every right to be killed and shit out of them, whether no matter what it was, the woods were the, the, the bad, the big bad, the scary, the woods have always traditionally been the place where evil lurks. So of course our state is ripe for that, right? Now, looking at folklore, one of the things that I'm... Well, well, first of all, let's talk more about any of the historical background stuff. Am I missing here? Like I said, you're like the guru here. So. No, I
0: mean, that's... Uh, we. The only other stuff that I have historically is just that, again, uh, they say that he's kind of like Mothman in that yeah. he, he will generally be cited at times right before... War, famine, some sort of disaster, which is very much a quality that they have, that the Mothman has, where he is usually seen prior to. Some sort of disaster, which is kind of fun because Mothman is in Maryland, I believe, like in Virginia. I thought Virginia, yeah, like kind of in that general area. So, like, I'm thinking of their little buddies, They're little neighbors, West Virginia, West Virginia. Yeah. yeah, I was saying, I knew he wasn't super far, yeah. I knew Mothman wasn't, yeah, super close, far
1: close enough, enough right? So they're probably and again, those, we see the you know, the hang same, out. Yeah. yeah, oh, they're definitely, um, they yeah, they out. should hang out um, and eat people together
0: now, scientifically. <laughs> If anybody is actually seeing anything, um most people that do not believe in the Jersey Devil, but believe that, you know, very you know, government officials, Napoleon Bonaparte's brother, you know, yes. plenty of people, respectable people, have claimed to have seen this. Um scientifically, many people say that it is most likely um some sort of crane. Because there are many varieties of cranes that uh, reside in New Jersey. And they're very large birds, very large wingspan. um, And, you know, seeing one of those at night. Also, not for nothing, you know, if you've been hearing this lure your whole entire life, I swear that I've seen stuff out of the corner of my eye kind of thing. Sure, I think most of us do. Your brain wants to, I forget what it's called when your brain kind of like fills in the fills in the blanks. Yeah. Like you see something and like suddenly you look over and it's kind of dark and I'm like, shit, I've seen the devil. You know? <laughs> that was him. You know? So it's like there, there have been, there have been sightings. Uh, and again, we mentioned January 1909. Well, I was going to say, let's talk
1: about 1909 because that was probably the most substantiated version of sightings.
0: There were over a thousand reported sightings in this one week in 1909. And I mean, he was a world traveler because there are maps which actually all the, so way the way up to clean. yeah
1: all the way as far as like here philly area so then back, yeah. yeah i mean he I mean, he
0: went uh, as far north As, like, White City in Hamilton Township, New Jersey. Right, which is definitely far north. He was, you know, he was in Bristol, Pennsylvania. He was in Burlington.
1: He was in Gloucester. He was in Woodbury. He was busy that week. He, it's not his fault. He, he actually, little known fact about the Jersey Devil... Um, tonight we're going to party like it's 1909 was the original version. <laughs> that that that's, not true. His, that's not my fault. That's not there, his fault. Yeah. And there
0: was a single day, uh, the Wednesday, I believe,
1: of ja- of the week of, of January. Of the week of
0: January 09. Yeah. Yeah. He was in Burlington, Pemberton, Haddonfield, Collinswood, Morristown, and Riverside, New Jersey.
1: Morristown right next door to where we're recording here at uh, the, the, the Hallowed Halls yeah. of Jersey. And, like, that, was, headquarters. that
0: was just in one day. Like No,
1: seen... some of my favorite... Uh, Uh, like descriptions of him from that time give him a kangaroo vibe but i'm really here for it because he should be marsupial like i'd be here for it the
0: thing about like if you (laughs) look at the art now there is a particular uh picture of like an artist rendering of the jersey devil which is a particular favorite of mine and i remember growing up my cousin joey had this very particular poster (laughs) hanging up in his room and i really love it and he's like the one that I'm talking about, I'll have to put up, like, one of the pictures, like, maybe as the thumbnail, I don't know. But, like, he's in a little suit. Like, he's got a little suit on, and he's got, like, a big head and his little hooves. Aww. But he's got, like, a little suit jacket on.
1: Oh, he's fancy. I love this picture. Yeah.
0: Um, but this is a very cartoonish picture. That
1: is a cartoonish but picture. But they
0: like, the descriptions of the devil, again, like, some people, like, it's like an... A, a, It's like somebody like grabbed 15 parts from 15 different animals and put them together. Because some people will say, Goat, you know, goat, uh, head of a horse, he's got wings. Some people say, Really long legs, really short
1: arms, giant penis. Utah. that's what i hear that's like, I mean, that's Muslim. the one consistency yeah. i've always heard of
0: you know some people say he's more
1: serpent-like and he's got scales yes. some, some say people, he's right. more like more devil. Person. right like that he's more like a, yeah. a, a serpent some say right, he's like got a tail
0: some right. say he's definitely he's got a tail dragon, Come on. red eyes i have heard yeah. the, the, the it's funny for as many people that have reported sightings his description is never consistent.
1: No, and that's, I mean, that buys into the whole urban legend aspect of it all, right? It's, 1909 was probably a good example of mass hysteria, right? Everybody yeah. starts seeing them, everybody starts thinking they're seeing them. There are, were some back then who, who were convinced that people were messing with each other and taking goats or horses and putting bat wings on them and letting them free. Oh which, cheers to the people who were pranking like that back there, in 1909. There
0: have been several people. Oh, so funny. Just like, uh, how, what's his name? Um, the the, the Ripley's, yeah. believe it or not, museum. Like people have glued, you know, pony heads onto the <laughs> body of whatever. Right, like, oh, right. it's the skeleton again, of a Jersey devil.
1: Hysterically and, funny though to Absolutely,
0: do. yeah. Like there have been plenty of, of hoaxes and there have been plenty of, of things like that. Like again, like I said, this one chapter talks about the Jersey devil in Gibstown. It, p- people heard things. People heard this otherworldly screech. And then, of course, you got a bunch of kids going out of baseball bats trying to, you know, find and hunt the Jersey Devil. Yeah. And, you know, the, this one, the, the the two gentlemen that wrote the books that I have, um, James F. McCloy and Ray Miller Jr., um, they have interviewed so many people and they have so many accounts from people. And it's funny because you, you hear it's like, oh well, just like how we are. Well, oh no, 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 they weren't born to Mother Leeds. There was this other family, right? There's always like a weird, to. right? And this is the exact yeah. home where he was born. I mean, and there and are
1: historians who have, yeah, traced this Deborah Leeds and this Jeff Jeff, whatever his name is, as the yeah. father. And like, so people take this stuff really seriously, but I mean, it it's, is, it's it's a tip. It's it's, it's a, folklore, folklore, folklore for a reason, right? <laughs> And speaking of folklore for a reason, one of the things that I fell down the rabbit hole of with all this was how a folklore kind of evolves into something everybody knows. And again, a a part of Jersey Pride and why I love using the Jersey Devil as our mascot is because people know this story, even people who aren't from New Jersey. And I think we think it's bigger than it is because we're very East Coast, like in our little Mm -hmm. bubble but I'm I I'm fairly confident that I mean listen they sell stuffed versions of like, like just like they sell the Mothman stuffed animal they sell Jersey Devil stuffed animals so it's like there's got to be people beyond New Jersey who who respect and know of this mythology I mean, it's like big fun Sasquatch yeah. right they're West Coast mythology but well, we all know it I yeah. Loch Ness monster right Nessie you know. And so that's where I kind of fell down the rabbit hole of looking into how folklore becomes folklore. And one of the things that I think we have completely not really talked about enough as a culture is how the internet has changed and redefined how we create folklore in modern times. Because I'm going to use Bloody Mary as my last example of the pre-internet folklore that took over the, the whole world. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Bloody Mary, yes. right? And, it, you know, Elizabeth Bathory, all of those kind of mythologies, it all stems from, again, a woman being a no good nick. And, and we are all terrified of her power, right? But it came to the new world because it originated with that very early Christian fear-mongering in Europe. And then it spread to the new world. And so Bloody Mary became a thing literally universally across the, the Europe and the Americas. Nowadays, though, it is so easy to spread that type of information and that type of mythology that I'm so blown away that very few of these stick. So for my example would be like Slenderman. I was just gonna say, I'm like he Slenderman
0: is probably Slenderman like took
1: either. off, right? And Slenderman, you would never, without the internet, you would never see a myth or a folk tale take on so much power so quickly. Same thing with like Momo. Remember Momo, yeah. right? Like because now a myth can spread. Like wildfire. And we can get into the danger of how people believe things to be true that are so not true because of the internet. But more fun, though, is what I'm wondering is how are we culturally shaping our traditions? Like, I don't know that there'll ever be another New Jersey devil. I don't know that there'll ever be because Slenderman, where's Slenderman from? A video game. Right. So it has to be something that like... Everybody gets behind, and any it could What's be anywhere. Creepy pasta. <clears throat> uh,
0: the first time that I heard heard of Slenderman creep was, was the,
1: Creepy Pasta.
0: The, I had seen the video game, the Slender Man video game. I don't know oh, what I don't came even... first. I don't know if the the Creepy Pasta came first. Or I think it was the, the Creepy
1: Pasta. From what I read, the Creepy Pasta was first, first. Okay. With the photoshopped
0: picture and all that crap. Right. Um. And then, the, like I said, I saw the video game first
1: and I, mean, the, I, oh, mean, I didn't creepy. even. I don't even know. I oh my know god, the, was the, the, I remember the, playing something on an app with my girls. There's but. this
0: like point of view video game where you have to go through and collect these pieces of paper, but like you, you're in the woods and you have your flashlight. Okay, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see Slender Man. Yeah, like it's this whole thing, and I mean, I remember seeing that first, and yeah, it's like the the creepy pasta thing is this generation's
1: folktale tale. Yes, yeah. like, but it's interesting because it's so globalized, like. I think, I think we will still have our very niche, very regionalized urban legends and folklore, but I wonder how the internet and how the global world as it is now, where we all have so much information and we all have so much access to each other, how is that going to shape how we shape, how we tell stories to each other?
0: Well, I'll tell you. Oh, please do. They get so involved. So there is something called ARG. And I believe that's augmented reality games or altered reality games. Yeah, those scare me.
1: I don't like those. They're creepy.
0: What what I love is, there'll be like a YouTube video. And in the YouTube video, people will gather clues. And from that, it like goes to Twitter. And from Twitter, it goes to Discord. Or it goes to some Reddit thing. Or they put up a video on Reddit and people will go in and actually like put the video, they'll download the video and then like look at the audio signatures and from yeah. there well, gather like, clues. and like,
1: like that documentary Don't Fuck With Cats. Oh, like that th- that's the problem is that people are blurring the reality and the, the mythology right. to me. So like if you haven't seen Don't Fuck With Cats, it's it's scary, but it's all about these like People who don't do that as a game, they do it in real life. They take real life crime and they try to like home detective it. And if you're watching Yellow Jackets, you'll get the reference with me of Misty and Elijah Wood's character as home detectives. But like people take this shit too seriously now. Who was that what there was that case of- Like the, the missing woman. girl woman trope? Um, yeah, who was the one the, the, the chasing the boogeyman? Oh, um, no.
0: See, I'm thinking... Oh, I was the, thinking...
1: But she was at least a crime reporter. I'm
0: thinking... No, there was a woman that went to stay. There's a hotel in California. That's what this, the
1: Eagles told me. Where the, <laughs> where
0: the, this this woman checked into the hotel. And there's this video of her like in the elevator. And it looks like she's talking to somebody. It looks like she's scared to get out of the elevator. Anyway, she goes missing. And she's found a couple days later... In, naked, in one of the water reservoirs of the hotel. Oof. So, all these people, these basically, like, armchair in- detectives. Internet
1: detectives, are right. They're trying to
0: figure it out, and they're like, oh, well, you can tell she's talking to somebody, or, oh, you see this reflection. There's actually a documentary I watched about it. I can't remember the name of this friggin' hotel, but, like, shit has gone down there a lot. Um, And, anyway, well, it turns out, I it's think... It's not
1: the one, the famous one, the... Hold on. I feel like you would know the name. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. It's going to bother me. Um, Cecil Hotel. Cecil Hotel. Yeah. Sorry. Go Um,
0: Yeah. And like, and the bottom line is, and what they ended up finding Yeah. Because Richard
1: Ramirez had bodies there. There's been a ton of murders at Cecil. So with
0: this woman, like I said, all these like internet detectives are, you know, "Oh, oh, you can see this or, oh, this or that. And it turns out that the, unfortunately this woman was mentally ill. There she is. This woman Is that was, her? I'm pretty sure okay. she was mentally ill and chose not to take her medicine. That's and right.
1: I do remember this story. You're unfortunately, right.
0: Unfortunately, you know That's she kind her. of she kind of lost her battle. Yeah, it's the whole elevator thing, wow. Elise. Elisa Lamb. Elisa
1: Lamb. Yeah. Um. And,
0: and and unfortunately, what happened? It seems that you know, like I said, she chose not to take her medicine, and unfortunately, succumbed to the effects to the of mental her health, diagnosis. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, all these people. You're right. All these people were visiting to investigate. Yeah. Like that's crazy to me. Though, like, go chase Sasquatch. Then you got mm-hmm. no business. Like. To me, we are blurring the lines between reality, reality and fan- fantasy. the The other ki- the example I'll use of like these crazy armchair detectives is these people who are going around trying. When those four kids were killed in the university in Idaho, and the whole internet thought they knew th- was going to solve it, and yeah. people were in chat rooms and people were on like groups on social media talking about the facts of the case. People were and like people were bragging about like I was in that group that he was in. Like he joined a group. Like no, this is not fantasy this is not folklore this is not entertainment and to me our folklores are dissolving into this weird world of real things that happen and we're gonna I don't know but like then I think of like Slenderman and Momo and I'm like oh it's cool that urban legends can travel so quickly Mm -hmm. and it's always fascinating to me which ones grab momentum and which don't right because like everybody knows Slenderman but there's probably been a million other attempts at ideas like that. So it's yeah. to me, it's always like so interesting to see what's going to stick in a new global world of folklore and telling stories. But now that we're going to go hunt the Jersey Devil tonight, you think he's real? I I
0: I would say in in my heart of hearts, <laughs> I I I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I I don't believe. Heart. You know, I say that I don't believe it because if he, you know, it's been three hundred some odd years and nobody has seen him before, but right. Same thing with Bigfoot. Same thing with Loch Ness. Like, I don't know. I don't want to sit here and say, no, he's not real. Because, again, in my heart, like, he's he's our symbol. I, I mean, know. He's our mascot, not that, bro. Not that I support uh, the hockey team, the Jersey oh, Devils. Oh, I
1: do.
0: Um, but, you know, it's like, if you're going to have a hockey team in New Jersey, like, no shit you're going to call them the Devils. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Of course. You know? And honestly, you know, within our conference, they're, like, kind of the least offensive rivals of that's ours. That's very like, true. You know, so... Um, so I can support them a little bit cause they are, they're kind of fun. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like part of me wants to say, yes, he's real. He's yeah. out there just chilling in the woods, just living his best life, eating a goat or a cow every now and then, scaring, scaring or the hunters, human. not humans though. <laughs> um, although you know, I'll tell you what, I have an uncle that will not go hunting in the Pine Barrens and he is a grown ass man and he will not, he's like, nope,
1: not even in the daytime. Not doing it. Like, you couldn't freezing. pay me to like stay by myself in the Pine Barrens in the middle of the night. Like, yeah. and I'm, I consider myself a bad bitch in that way. Like, I'm like, I'll try anything once. Like, I would stay in like Eastern State overnight just to yeah. see how, like, what happens. Cause especially with someone like you who's so, so skeptical, but man, you could not. Because I'm not only am I convinced that there are monsters in the woods, but I'm also thoroughly convinced that both. The KKK and the satanic worshippers all have yeah, out the saying, pine barrens. Honestly,
0: Barons. me going into the pine barrens, I'm more afraid of the actual people. people. Oh, 100 like, percent. I don't even mean like the people that live there. Like no shade to to the pineys that live there. Um, I'm just talking about like rando people. Oh, like, like that is like that the is hills
1: have do. eyes in the pine barrens. <laughs> like if I'm running into a group of misfits in the woods that's that's not gonna yeah, end well for like me and that's that. why i don't fuck with the woods no um so i there are a lot of references in pop culture of course to the jersey devil Yes, there. my are. favorite is so obvious but what's yours do you have like a here's what i a thing i love
0: i don't know if i have a here's a thing i love only because I think my my head is so far up my ass in the history
1: <laughs> and the folklore. You are very well. That versed.
0: I think I'm I'm more there as opposed to pop culture. So what is what is yours?
1: Fair. So if you would have asked me before this year, I would have said by far and away, I I love um, the X Files version of the like that mm-hmm. Jersey Devil episode where she's just like a a wild woman of the woods because that's how I picture the Jersey Devil mythology to be. To be perpetuated by like right. creepy, half animalistic people in the woods, right? But What We Do in the Shadows came out with an episode about the Jersey Devil this year. And if you haven't watched it, everybody, if you don't watch What We Do in the Shadows, please, please, please give it a shot. It's so funny. But particularly the Jersey Devil episode where they portray him as having a giant penis and like flying in to kill everybody. But all they do to stop him is they play John Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. <laughs> Have you not seen this? Oh my I god. Am not, I'm so shaggy. Jackie. Blind. I am not. I am like. And, oh all you, and so he starts dancing in the middle, <laughs> and so they kill him and they beat him because oh. and then they mount him on the wall it's the funniest thing in the oh, world okay. but they they beat the Jersey Devil by playing a Jersey song living on the prayer yes. and then like at first the, the like whoa 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 kicks in and he's just dancing a little bit they're like hold on let me get to the good part and he fast forwards and they're like whoa and the Jersey Devil just starts like rocking and like does it like it's the cutest thing ever I also love my little Jersey Devil stuffed animal that I got from from Six Flags where there's a Jersey Devil ride now which is kind of cool. Um, it's it's all right. It's it's it makes my head hurt. The Jersey Devil red. Uh, <laughs> I'm too old, but yeah, no. There's a lot of pop culture references. I hope there continues to be like supernatural. I had an episode about it. Man. All these other good things. But to me, the Jersey Devil still has not gotten an epic film. So which leads me to our next topic. And you know what? Ironically. I hope somebody does. I Like, the 13th son was dumb. I've tried a lot of anything yeah. Jersey Devil, I'm a sucker for. Yeah. I had not seen this in the interest of old disclosure. So we're going to cover the last broadcast. Right. As part mm-hmm. of this episode, which we definitely buried the lead on. Apologies. Everybody. <laughs> so our, see, it's like our first week of podcasting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we, we decided on the last broadcast. And now I remember watching the last broadcast many years ago. Um, I feel like I saw like somebody had a link to some website. Like, I feel like this is like before YouTube kind of in like the Newgrounds era, like somebody had a link to somewhere for me and okay. I remember seeing it, like watching it on the computer. Um, but it's, it has been a very long time since I had seen it. Um, so I forgot that. The last broadcast is supposed to be about the Jersey Devil. You didn't, yeah. But
1: it's definitely not not. about the Jersey Spoiler alert, (laughs) (laughs) you guys. If you're looking for a good cryptid movie, this is not it. No, unfortunately Um, However. It's it's still still a pretty good movie. For when it was made. Okay, so I tried to take off my watching it in 2023 lens Mm -hmm. and put on my 1998 lens. Dude, this came out before Blair Witch. So
0: this did come out before Blair Witch, but Blair Witch had already been, like, conceptualized and filmed, for the most part, when this movie yeah, came out. but it's out. not like they knew that. No, 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 I know, like, I know. And I this know. movie was made for, like, a thousand bucks. This movie, and it, it is credited as being one of the first fully digital movies. Yes, it was. One like, of the yes. reasons why Blair Witch took off, I think, and this did not, is because it was fully digital. Mm-hmm. There was no way for them to like send film to places. They literally they had, had to like to double down on it. Simulcast it and like like you know,
1: send it to, to local festivals that I agree. Way. I think I think it was so ahead of its time for it what it was. was. I think it's a love story to like the end of the, the film era because the, the whole like the the plot kind of hinges on a girl who restores a, a broken VHS tape, basically, like a broken film strip. And I I thought that, A, for the budget, and B, this movie needs to get more credit for being, like, the OGs of found footage films. Because this is really... I mean, when I always think Blair Witch, I think Blair Witch was obviously the better movie of the two. It had a bigger budget, had a really smart marketing campaign. But this film, for... Ain't bad for what it was. The ending was stupid, and I won't yeah, give it away because, really in case, love I love the
0: ending. No. I agree. Yeah. Well, once it switches from found footage, documentary Too style, fuck to it is at the end, yeah. kind of just like you're watching a movie.
1: Well, that was and... the other issue is that, like, it was so careful with how it presented the like fake mockumentary, mm-hmm. documentary style, but then at the end, they just threw that out the window. Yeah. Like who's filming the ending then? What the fuck's happening here? Yeah, I, I don't you know? like the
0: way that they I, I
1: don't mind what <clears throat>
0: happened in the ending. I just wish they was there was a different way they presented what yeah.
1: happened in the and ending. And guys, this is on Tubi, if you if mm-hmm. you want to catch it. Um I think it's worth the watch for any horror fan. Yeah. Because to me it was an OG gangsta film of found footage. I think when you look at the history of found footage, I think anybody who doesn't talk about this movie doesn't know their history of found footage. I think I also love, and this is another hot take that I love about the film, I think those cable TV hosts were podcasters and influencers before there were podcasters and influencers. Oh, yeah. So I think the film was so fucking ahead of its time that it, it, like, if this was made today and with a bigger budget, it would slap. Like, they would love it. Because yeah. the two hosts of, like, this little rinky factor fiction it's, cable TV it's show. Like it's like Wade's World, world
0: yeah. you know? Like, that's only with two, yeah, like, two way less
1: likable people. That's what podcasts were in the 90s. It was cable access Cable access, shows. right. It was podcasting before podcasting and influencers before influencers. Yeah. And it, it has a fun kind of, like, well, is the guy who's leading them. Create, like, there, it has such a good building build up only to be a really stupid yeah. ending.
0: It's it's cool the way like just to briefly summarize so these two guys have this a cable access show called Factor Fiction where they talk about paranormal and mm-hmm. occult things or whatever. They decide um, somebody they have like this IRL chat and they just, someone's like you should do something on the Pine Barrens about the Jersey Devil. So they go to the Pine Barrens and they're like we're going to do like a Simulcast like over the internet, over you know, over the cable uh channel, and we're gonna hunt for the Jersey Devil. And they bring with them a sound guy and a apparent psychic. And the only people that make it out of the woods the next day are the psychic, he is accused and yeah, convicted of everybody. their murder. Um, two of the guys are found a bloody mess. The third guy is missing. It, we, altogether. we never find him, but we find a massive amount of blood and his hat so anyway this guy is convicted so this documentary is basically proving how the the psychic that has been accused is convicted yeah that he didn't do it and it, it kind of
1: unravels from there. everything from and you kind of are led to believe that you're going to get a cryptid moment like i think it does a good job of of being a bait and switch in that way and also, people thought that this was real when it first came out, too. Like, again, yeah. this thing gets totally overshadowed by Blair Witch and rightfully show Blair Witch is the better movie, but this film was really cleverly done. To me, it paved the way. And to me, some of the tropes that it uses are so common now. And I must say, and spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, take a minute to press pause now, but the fact that the guy who's making the documentary it winds up being the killer I think it's a fascinating theme that might, maybe, was a happy accident. But this idea of how we, are now in the in the age of influencers and podcasting, and we tend to manipulate the truth for whichever way we want it to go, right? Oh, yeah. Like look at all these, like Serial. So, like this first season of of Serial was all about proving Sayed's innocence. But again, it was so skewed to that goal, right? And true crime podcasters are so guilty of just skewing to the side that makes sense, even when it's an unsolved case. Even, you know, in a lot of cases where they have to be careful about how they act like they know. So to me, there was something very poignant about having the guy making the documentary be the actual serial killer. Because as hokey as that was, and as a little bit ridiculous as it was, to me it brought up an interesting theme about how far we're willing to skew the truth to fit the narrative, whatever documentary or whatever thing we're trying to do. Oh, we do You know, we do it here all the time, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I can take movies I love like The Shining and like try to skew them to make, you know what I mean? Like I've done it before where... What I present to the show isn't necessarily my heart of hearts about something, you know. We do do it. And we do it for the entertainment of it, and we do it to be the star of it. So the fact that he's the star because he's the actual killer, I thought was a really clever thing. I wish they would have found a different way to
0: film it, but I agree. Yeah, the murder at the end was so stupid. I I don't mind that we saw that. I just wish that they had continued the
1: found footage or the documentary style me too me too and they not screwed just the pooch on the ending to so just a, regu- like right. a regular movie and also i think i like if I, there would have been some fucking goofy ass guy in a costume of the jersey devil how much would we have hated that ending you well, know what i mean on that budget you can't do the jersey no, Devil. and, and, and <laughs> i that's one of the
0: reasons why i absolutely love the blair witch project and I really don't like the remake that they made is because in the original Blair Witch Project, you never see the witch. And that is part of the I, have charm. Have I seen the remake? We've done the We've remake. We've done the yeah, remake. Well, and we I don't see remember. Glimpses. It's so unforgettable. <laughs> it really
1: is. You see glimpses
0: of the Blair Witch. And it's like. Like, yeah, like I'm the Blair Witch like this exactly. picture like, like, like a woman and yeah. you, she's got <laughs> green makeup on her face and she looks like I'm the like, Blair like, what's rich. her name yeah. from,
1: from Wizard of <laughs> Oz you know from Margaret Hall yeah, Helen.
0: yeah. It, it, like, oh. that, like, well, you're never going to see something as that scary is very that's funny. what's in your head no mind.
1: agreed agreed so and I, I
0: didn't that's the thing I didn't I, you made this movie for, for a thousand bucks good on you I didn't good mean to see the Jersey Devil maybe like a random possible
1: wing in the fuzz of the tape you're would have been cool I kept looking really hard at the footage thinking that I would see the Jersey Devil in the background which I thought was cool too but even give me something
0: (laughs) hopefully like in one of the scenes it's not the focus but like off to the side there's glowing red eyes like something give me something
1: like that no I agree and again it's kind of funny that we chose this because it's our Jersey Devil episode but there's not a goddamn (laughs) lick of the Jersey Devil at this point oh well (laughs) you win some you lose some it's technically about the Jersey Devil I mean a job of building the mythology and like you know, of it's, course. it's a good it's a good yeah, starter. No, film and for, I'm glad
0: I'm glad that we watched it. I'm not sad. I've never seen it, it, so
1: I'm glad I, I but watched it. Yeah, like it. Because I kind just, of it blew my mind how it's
0: one of those things that we're still looking for the good Jersey Devil movie like we, we yeah whoever's just,
1: filmmakers please get on that. Stream a mainstream. You know, practical effect puppetry, Jersey Devil over, no CGI. Blumhouse, like, just give you, me, oh my god, an A twenty four Jersey Devil movie, like the Vavich meets the Jersey Devil. That shit would be fucking like an origin story. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, give me a kids movie. Oh, fuck I'm, I'm, Excuse right? me, I'm gonna go write that real quick. Because yeah. <laughs> um, holy shit, yeah, that is yeah. prime. That is ripe for the picking. There hasn't it been is. a good one. And again, I think the ones that have failed have failed either because of budgetary reasons or because they tried to do something that just didn't. Really add up. Listen, but I'm gonna. My also my hot take. I don't think I've ever seen a cryptid movie that scared me. There's been a couple of good ones. Harry and the Hendersons. It's a great movie. But it's not scary. It's not scary. No. But it's good. Um. Yeah. it's far cryptid movies, there's not. See, a, now, I, I don't I think really of a. I can't liked, think of a single one that scared me. I liked
0: Mothman. There were Mothman prophecies. Um, I right. was I liked Mothman prophecies. I'm trying to remember what. I mean, what else is there?
1: There's nothing there because it's goofy shit. Like, what are you gonna do? One about the chupacabra? You know what I mean? Like, Mothman's probably the big. Troll Hunter was a good movie. I actually enjoyed that way more did, than I ever thought. Yeah, we did, and I actually really enjoyed that movie. Was it scary? No, but Scooby Doo has taken on a lot of cryptids in his day. I'll tell you that much. Looking at this list, well,
0: I mean, honestly, <laughs> like you, have, you brought up the, the, a, a really good point that at this at this stage in the game, it's television. Because X Files oh, does yeah, an true. episode yeah, Supernatural, Supernatural yeah. did an episode What we do in the
1: shadows. You know, we but we've that got takes place in kind New York. Of, yeah. Those
0: kind of shows those kind of shows are where we are getting our That's cryptid, true, our cryptid fix. Between those television shows See and cryptids. and podcasts. No, that's that's where you. that's where the stuff is. You yeah. know, that's where you're getting all of your cryptid information. Yeah.
1: No, again, I would like you to respectfully admit that he's if he runs into you he's gonna eat you no oh he's my not, god jackie
0: i'm not saying he's a good guy i think he will, <laughs> he's the devil. i think the the wings will unfurl i think on like, the wings of love I, I don't think he's i don't think Is he's gonna, gonna sing friends, to him? No. but he there's no documentation in my research you did all he, the research that so he I'm has eaten people livestock pets like he's fucked up some property. I read he, there
1: is no on various like weird New Jersey and that he ate his family. The the his origin stories are unknown. All right, so, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. When we meet him, we'll ask him. We will, <laughs> we
0: will. ask him when we meet
1: <laughs> him. Yep, agreed. Um, the last on
0: the broadcast? last broadcast is very good. You really should watch it. I agree. For what but it is, it's it's, it's way better not, than it be. Don't go into it being like Jersey Devil movie because no. like not only do like is there no Jersey Devil, but they really I don't know if they legally were not allowed to use like actual town names but like they, they made, made up, up a everything whole that really made me mad yeah they made up town they names. made
1: up all kinds of crap and they also it is slow in that uh, there were times where i found it's a quick paced movie but i found myself being like is something gonna happen soon yeah and then only one thing happened and it was kind of lean. so yeah yeah um, i the, didn't see it coming i liked, but I liked, I liked the events. part when they were showing the psychic having his fits me too. I liked the narrative of, is the psychic crazy or not? Like, I kind of wanted more on that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, plot-wise, they could have done a lot better. But again, for what it is and when it came out, I'm here for I, it. i give it two thumbs up. i give it a, th- yeah. a thumb up. you give it a thumb? Yeah, oh. for what it did, for the history of found footage. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us here in good old Nueva Jersey for the... Uh, for an episode on our hometown hero. He is our hometown <laughs> hero. When it comes to cryptids, he's number one in my book.
0: He really is. He he is the top dog of all the cryptids. Yep. You know, how many other people have their cryptid? I mean, sure, Nessie in Loch Ness, Champy in Lake Champlain. Absolutely. But like Absolutely. our whole state. Jimmy.
1: He yeah. gets the model for the state. whole yep. state. And you know what, you guys, we don't we don't sell designer. Uh, animals here we rescue. So we rescue little Jersey Devils from within the pine barrens. They're up for adoption on our website. Check them That'd out. Be, yeah, that's that is we the don't worst dream. We don't breed. No, we don't. rescue. Your dream has been to foster foster and, and raise cup, cup Jersey a devil. Jersey Devil, but it's got to be a mini version because i not word for that. Right. No,
0: it's got to be a little, a little
1: cute, adorable. Yeah. Like that. That thing I said to you. That's my dream. Is yeah. it? My dream is mini, adorable, like big, googly big googly eyes, little wings, little, tw- yeah. little devil well, tail. Mm-hmm. And again, as soon as they're as are up to date on their shots, they will be available. <laughs> they will be available for uh, adoption for a very small fee on mm. the Jersey Girls website. That's mm. right. And adopt, don't shop, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> if only. If only. Oh God, I wish. Oh, take this train oh. to the station, Jaggy. Hey,
0: if you or you know anybody that has a Jersey Devil story. let us know. And if
1: you want to come hunt the Jersey Devil in New Jersey, I'm down. I will go on a day trip. I don't mean to brag, but I've got one of those water things that goes in your hiking bag. I'm good for like three hours. Sounds good.
0: Um, But yeah, if you have a Jersey Devil story, you got to let us know. We would love to hear it. Oh,
1: please. Um, Make one up. I don't care.
0: (laughs) And check us out on social media, Facebook and Instagram. Search for Jersey Ghouls. And on your favorite podcasting app, you'll find us there. So from... The Jersey Devil himself, Marissa and me.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> You're listening to the Geekscape Network.